Okay, so last time we were meditating, I don't know if you guys were here, on, on, on surrender. And we kind of got to the conclusion that the only way to be or live a victorious life if we surrender to God every moment, every time, every day, and so on and so forth. And uh, um, we read a quotation from the Spirit of Prophecy that I would like to read it again. It's, it's, it's a really, really, I mean, to me, it's a really touching and really meaningful quotation from, uh, from the Desire of Ages, but right now I'm reading for one, from one of the uh, devotional. It's the same quotation, and it goes like this. The spotless Son of God hung upon the cross, his flesh lacerated with stripes. Those hands so often reach out in blessing near to the wooden bars, those feet so tireless on ministries of love spike to the tree. The royal head pierced by the crown of uh, thorn. Those quivering lips shaped to the cry of woe. And awe that he endured the blood drops that flowed from his head, his hands, his feet. The agony that wrecked his, uh, wrecked his frame. And the unutterable anguish that filled his soul at the hiding of his father's face, speaks to each child of humility, declaring, it is for thee that the Son of God consents to bear his burden, this burden of guilt. For thee he spoils the domain of health, of death, and opens the gates of paradise. He who stilled the angry waves and walked of the foam-capped billows, who made devils trembles and disease flee, who opened blind eyes and called forth the dead to life, offers himself upon the cross as a sacrifice, and this from love to thee. He, the sin-bearer, endures the breath of divine justice, and for thy sake became sin itself. I don't know. It, this this, this uh, um, quote just strikes me to the core that Jesus, the sinless, the holy, the pure Son of God became sin for ourselves so we can be a righteousness of Him. So we kind of meditated on, on, on these thoughts, and, um, and uh, the conclusion, as I said, it was that we have to surrender ourselves to God in order to receive His life. We have to give our lives to Him. Now, today, uh, let's dig deeper in this love. Because as the uh, young man um, shared uh, Romans 2, 4, uh, God's goodness only the, is the only agent that uh, leads us to repentance. We have to see God's goodness, his love for us, in order to break our hearts and to, to, to really surrender all to him. So let's open the Bible at John 18:28 and we will read John 18:28 We're going to read through the on the last couple of hours of Christ's life Then they led Jesus from Caiaphas to the praetorium and it was early morning but they themselves did not go into the praetorium lest they should be defiled but they that but that they might eat the Passover. I mean, if you think about it, um, they did not want it to be defiled. Yet, 
uh, they wanted to commit the greatest sin. <laughs> they not just uh, wanted to crucify an innocent man, but they wanted to uh, crucify the Son of God. Yet, they thought, and they were so blinded, that if they go into uh, Pilate's courthouse, that they will be defiled. So this is what sin does. This is when this, uh, what, what sin does. It blinds us, and while we focus on one thing, we completely fear the biggest opportunities of life. And, uh, and, uh, and, and that's, that's really shocking to me how, how the, you know, the, 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 the leaders, the teachers, the rabbis of the Jew nation back then um, sank deeper and deeper in apostasy. So um, we're going to read on, and I probably you guys are tired of Hungarian accents you know, for many, many <laughs> uh, decades, my father-in-law and um, Pastor Hanyash. And, and, uh, so I, I, I need some uh, volunteers to read on. So if somebody can read from the verse 29 through 40, I would appreciate that. And read it, read it um, slowly so we can digest what we read. So if I can have a volunteer, I would appreciate it. Yes? So 29 to 40. And we're going to meditate on each section. 29, verse 29 to 40. Um, Chapter 18. Thou done? Jesus answered, My kingdom is not of this world. 
Okay, so shocking events. We can see here that a sinful, unjust, corrupt, pagan governor is trying to save the Son of God from the Jews, from his people. Can we comprehend this? You know, how deep this nation sunk that a pagan governor showing more mercy, more sympathy towards Jesus than his own people. And, 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 the, and the Jews, they got all the revelation, you know, with all the prophecies foretold his coming. The sanctuary service talked about Jesus. You know, he was a lamb and he was a high priest. Uh, God, even his name, Emmanuel, revealed that, that God is with them. Um, the miracles that he performed uh, among them, it also, you know, clearly told them that there is somebody special is here. The, the, the promised Messiah is with you guys. And, and, and they just did not, did not get it. Um, the reason why I kind of bring it out this, uh, trying to bring out this um, negative part, because it's, is, it is really seriously um, a lesson for us. Because we just cannot just sit in our own pews and, 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 and thinking that, okay, just because I keep the Sabbath, the Jews kept the Sabbath. Just because we are waiting for the Messiah, the Jews, they were waiting for the Messiah. There's a lot of parallel that, that, that shows us that the, the, the nominal Christianity or Adventism is just not enough. We, we have to have a, um, a connection, um, a close relationship with uh, Christ. Now, all these evidences that showed that Christ is the Messiah um, was washed away uh, Satan's uh, force um, capturing the hearts of this uh, of Christ's own people, um, and and what's really really uh, striking that is um, that when the people had a choice to choose between a true uh, evildoer Barabbas and Jesus, the Son of God. They wanted to have Barabbas. Now, now here's a shocking thing. Every time when we sin, we choose Barabbas instead of Christ. Every time when we choose our way, we choose Barabbas, just as the Jews did. Um, that's why surrender is so important. That's why the only safety, as the song says, in the shelter of the arms arms of God, because there is no other way. At the end, we are going to get to the point that the only safety, if we surrender 100% and we give 100% to the Lord, and if it costs your job, if it costs your house, as we talked about in the Sabbath school, the only way that you can stand on that day if you surrender now, because if you don't do it now, it's going to be too late. And... um, I remember a story was told in um, back in Hungary during um, there was a little time period when uh, the World War II ended. I don't know if I told you this story or not, but and um, before the communists took over, there was a couple years, 
And many um, Adventists, uh, they got their land back, and they try to be prosperous. You know, they, they try to grow. And, uh, and they saw the writing on the wall that the communists, is, they, they are coming, and, and, and they're going to take over the power. And uh, many Adventists, uh, they sold their land, and they gave it to the church. And some of them, they don't. They didn't. And um, what happened was after the communists took over, uh, these Adventists who were in the church and uh, had their land, uh, they kept their land, they were crying. They were crying and, 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 and repenting because the communist government, they took their land. So they had no chance to sell it and give the money to the church because the government took that. So there is going to be a time when, when we just we just see, and, and it's not a scare tactic at all. It's it's not. It's foretold that when we see the plagues falling around us, and maybe and God save us from that on us, and not being saved. So there is going to be a time when we cannot work anymore. And the spirit of prophecy is saying that the only thing that we are going to really regret in heaven is the time that we were wasted in this earth. So today, um, don't harden our hearts. So choose the Son of God, not Barabbas, like the Jews did. Because, because they were blinded. They'd rather have Barabbas freed than Jesus Christ. Um, So let's read now from um, verse um, in chapter 19 from 1 to 16. So we can finish what happened in, in Pilate's court. If somebody can read it. Yes, David. Uh, David, I think. That's correct. Nineteen. Chapter nineteen. On in John, yeah.
release him, but the Jews cried out, saying, If you let this man go, you are not Caesar's friend. Whoever makes himself a king speaks against Caesar. When Pilate therefore heard that saying, he brought Jesus out and sat down in the judgment seat in a palace that is called the pavement, but in Hebrew, Gabbatha. Now it was the preparation day of the Passover, and about the sixth hour, and he said to the Jews, Behold your king. But they cried out, Away with him, away with him, crucify him. Pilate said to them, Shall I crucify your king? The chief priests answered, We have no king but Caesar. Then he delivered him to them to be crucified. Then they took Jesus and led him away. Thank you. Amen. Oh, Pilate, we, we, we mentioned the Jews and their apostasy, but now we can witness the struggle of Pilate. Uh, I counted together in this gospel seven times he expresses his, his wishful thinking to save Christ. Seven times he tried to, you know, give mercy and, and exercise mercy. But Satan is not a fair player. He striked Pilate's effort at his weakest point. And he said that, you are. If you free this man, you are not a friend of Caesar. And oh boy, back then, it was a good thing to be a friend of the Caesar. Now, Pilate got his position because of his service, and, uh, and, and he really liked that position. You know? and, and, and Satan knew that, that these sentences are going to shut down um, and quiet uh, Pilate's conscience, and uh, and uh, he does the same thing with us. You know, he's not going to strike us when we kind of in our spiritual high and and we are ready to serve the Lord. He's going to come and um, attack us when we are weak, when we are sick, when 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 our the whole day is just going wrong and and everything is just turning out badly and and and. Um, when we are not expecting another blow, this is when he is going to strike us the most. Um, also, when we let our guards down, because maybe previously we thought that, okay, we are in uh, the spiritual high. So, so he knows he's watching us, and, uh, and, and, and he does everything to rob us from eternal life. So that's what, that's what he did with Pilate. Even though he had a lot of revelation to, from, from Jesus, uh, to change his mind. You know, he said that I'm, I'm here to testify the truth, and he was the truth. And, uh, and, and those, 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 um, wonderful words from Christ who was beaten up and scourged, saying that, you know, you did, you would not have any power unless you got it from above. He, he showed Pilate that, you know, the thing that he is kind of holding on is just a temporary thing that's, that's, that's been given. That's, that's not yours naturally. This is not something that you're entitled to. And if we know the rest of the story of Pilate, we know that, you know, there's, there was another Caesar came after his friend. And um, he ended up uh, back in Rome as a, as a poor man and he hung himself. He committed suicide. 
So pretty much he lost everything. Yet in this point, he had the greatest opportunity to to um, choose uh, what what the Jews uh, did not choose. So um, again, the lesson for us is that uh, that Satan is not playing a fair game game here. He is not gonna. Um, uh, hit us or strike us when we are the strongest in Christ. He 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 is going to go after us when we, for some reason, we lack the hold of God and we are under a lot of lot of burdens and and trials and tribulation. This is when he is going to strike us. But another ironic thing is that Paul. I mean, Pilate did something right, actually. If you if you read uh, if you think about um, you know how he introduced uh, uh, Christ to the crowd, he said that this is the Jews of the I mean King of the Jews, right? And that was that was Jesus. God never intended back in uh, Old Testament to have earthly king uh, uh, for the nation of Jews like the other nations. Jesus, Christ, God, Son of God, he was the king. And now, a, again, <laughs> a pagan, corrupt governor, uh, you know, uh, out of his mouth, you know, the, the Jews, they heard this truth that they didn't like, obviously. Um, now, let's, let's see how Jesus is acting on the cross our Savior, and let's read on from 1917 to um, to 30. If somebody can read those uh, verses, I would appreciate that. So 17 to 30. Oh, June, thank you. Woman, behold thy son. 
Jesus, the Lamb of God. So why is he was hanging on that cross that he created? How come the one who created all the trees is now dying on one? The creator of all life is dying. Why? Where is his father? We can sense that in these scenes something incredible and unbelievable is happening, you know. Um, it's not just because of the sun, um, you know, stopped shining and darkness was, not just because of the earthquake, but it's really who died on that cross for us was the Son of God. And that was the only way to save humankind. And, and there was no other. I mean, there was a reason why we know in the spirit of prophecy that Jesus went to Consult with the Father three times. Three times before the Father gave permission to Christ to die for mankind. Three times. That, 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 that sacrifice that, uh, that Jesus took, it is worthy that we can study for eternity. But there was more than that. You know, Psalm 85.10 says that mercy and truth had met at the cross because really it was unjust that a innocent person die. Yet Jesus was innocent. <laughs> he was the only innocent and sinless person or being in the whole earth at that time and even, even <laughs> behind that. But um, yet he died because he took all of our sins. And uh, as we uh, uh, read in the Bible, as well as the quote that earlier read, he became sin for ourselves uh, so we can be a righteousness of Christ that, again, I cannot fathom, I cannot really understand, but, but the truth is that Jesus had to go through this in order to save us. And again, it was not something that he, he had to do uh, because of the Father taught him to do. That was his um, willingness. He did it voluntarily because he loved us so much. So um, his great love is the one that we uh, read in uh, Romans 2, 4 that leads us to repentance. There is no other way. There is no, no um, fear of death and, 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 and hell and whatever. It is God's love. We this is the only thing that lead us can lead us to repentance, and there are more more things into it. Um, it, it. It was not just uh, mankind, the sacrifice. If we uh, look at the great controversy, and we meditate upon Satan's accusation way before uh, the earth was created, it was all cleared from all the angels and the sinless words that Satan is a liar. Um, his government brings only 
uh, death and destructions to everybody. It is only God's way, the way of love and serving for others, which the angels and all the other um, words um, in uh, uh, habitants are practicing. Only the earth is the one that that really um, everybody lives for himself. And we said that it's 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 an upside down world. This is not not normal <laughs> compared to the rest of the universe. We are we are the strange ones, you know. We are the one that you know something is wrong with our mind. And the only way to get back to in line with God is to 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 um, meditate on Him and 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 see how He lived His life in this earth. So that's why it is so important to. To, to have this exchange that we were talking about last time that, that let Christ's life live in us so our old self would die on the cross, as Paul talks about it a lot. Now, in the rest of the uh, time, we're going to switch gears and we kind of um, look at a practical way how is that exchange, exchanges of hearts or life takes place in our hearts. And and I'm sorry if I'm going to be a little bit... Um, well, I just heard this concept, and I'm sharing the concept. That it's, a, it's, it's an old concept, but probably it's a shocking way that... It was shocking to me, but I'm going to share it with you if you, if you don't mind. So let's say uh, you are a murderer, okay? Let's say, okay? Just, uh, you know, let's just pretend... And let's say that you are uh, somehow get away of the crime and um, you were able to escape from justice and you somewhere living your life that is um, maybe somewhat um, peaceful, but you're not peaceful in your heart, obviously. And then you meet Jesus. And when you meet Jesus, what's, what's going on? What's going on when you meet Jesus and you completely repent and uh, you are having this uh, conversion experience? What's happening? Who is going to bear your sin? Who is going to bear your sin? When you, uh, when, uh, the, the, mur- the, the crime, the, the sin of murdering. Who is going to bear that sin after you meet Jesus? I, I don't hear it. Who? Jesus, yes. And who's going to be an innocent? Yeah. But, but you were a murderer. How can you be innocent? That's, that's a, now, what does it mean? That, does it mean that you are going to avoid the consequences of your crime? No, because if you gave your life to the Lord, you're definitely going to confess, Right? And there is no uh, statue of uh, limitation of murder. So you may go to, may go, I mean, for sure that you're going to go to prison. But how are you going to go to prison? As a, as a guilty man or as a free man? As a free man. And this is the gospel. This is when Jesus gives you his life. You have this joy, this freedom. And even though you are confined and, and you know, probably maybe you're going to go to death row. You, 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 I don't know what the crime you uh, committed, but you're going to go there as a, as a free man in Christ. And, and this is the power of gospel that Jesus gives you his life, and that life is, is beautiful. 
that's, that's, that's full of joy and freedom, regardless what your old life was. Now let's do another uh, example. Let's say you're a victim. I had a client, and I don't know, probably you guys know that I'm, I'm, a, I'm working in a psych floor, right? I'm a psych nurse. And I, one, of, one of my clients was sold out by his own mother when he was, and it's a male, he was five years old. I don't have to kind of uh, go on details, but he was sold out by his own mother. So let's say you are a victim who went through horrible things in your childhood. You were a victim of, of, of things that, because of young kids, I don't even want to mention. And, and uh, you, just, you just suffered a lot. Life was really hard, hard and rough with you. But you met with Christ. And this exchange took place. Who had the scars now? Jesus, right? And who had Christ's life now? Me, right? This is how can we forgive to those that were wronged, um, were wronged um, against us, right? If we live Christ's life, then we have his innocent, pure, holy life, and it can be on, our own, regardless how bad hardship, hardship we went through before. And this is what God um, offers to all of us, to have his life, to let his life um, be ours, and let his Holy Spirit live in us. So, so the people, when they are uh, looking at us, they will see Jesus in us. That's the, that's the only, only way. And that's why he died on this cross. This is why he went through all this, this, this horrible thing. And, and the desire of ages says that Christ hardly felt all this, um, beatings, all this mocking, even though Satan tried it hard. I mean, Jesus couldn't even carry his own cross, you know. He was beaten up. He, was, he, he did not eat. His physical human body was, was exhausted. Yet he hardly even felt it. His biggest burden was our sin. His biggest burden was knowing that his, uh, our sin will separate him from the Father, and this is a second death. This is what Jesus died for, so we don't have to go through it but have his beautiful, spotless life instead of. So this is our prayer. This is my prayer that, that, that we would accept uh, Christ's life. This is, our, this is my prayer that, that, that let Jesus live in us. And as we uh, studied in the Sabbath school, that all this service, all this unselfish service of others, for others, would be naturally flowing through us or, or, or by us like Jesus did. Jesus, Jesus, wherever he went, he just served. You know, the, the only people who did not uh, receive his blessing, those who did not believe in him. But when, Je- when people see us, they will see Jesus. They would not, not attract, you know, uh, we would not attract them to us, but we would lead them to Jesus. And this is, this, is, this is the 
pray, this is my prayer that we would all experience this. In Jesus' name, amen.